Welcome to Beside the Burn for Thursday the 31st of March. We're at the end of the month and we're heading towards the end of the week. We're on day 26 of our journey through Lent, looking at 40 unseen women of the Bible from Eden to Easter. And today we come to the widow at Zarephath. To set the context of where we are today, Elijah has spoken to King Ahab, has told him, has told King Ahab that there is going to be no rain. And Ahab has um, obviously been uh, angry at what has taken place. Tomorrow we're going to meet Jezebel, Ahab's wife. And Jezebel is a name that is associated with evil and associated uh, with um, apostasy with God. But for today, we come to a very different woman, the widow at Zarephath. Elijah has been fed by the ravens. He has been uh, beside a little brook, but then the brook dries up and he has to head off looking for shelter and looking for food. And that is why he meets the widow at Zarephath. And we find a woman here who is at the very end of her tether. There is nothing more available for her and her son. The whole country is in famine and drought. There is no more food left. She has a tiny little amount for her son and herself. And Elijah comes along and makes this very unreasonable request, asking her to provide him with food. And she hasn't enough for herself. And yet Elijah tells her what God's plan is and she decides to trust God to provide for her. So let's read together. We're going to read from 1 Kings 17 uh, verses 7 to 24 and let's hear what God has to say to us today. So uh, Elijah has just left the, or is at the brook. He's being fed by the ravens and he's able to drink the water. Verse 7. Sometime later, the brook dried up because there had been no rain in the land. Then the word of the Lord came to Elijah. Go at once to Zarephath in the region of Sidon and stay there. I've directed a widow there to supply you with food. So he went to Zarephath. When he came to the town gate, a widow was there gathering sticks. He called to her and asked, would you bring me a little water in a jar so I may have a drink? As she was going to get it, he called, and bring me, please, a piece of bread. So Elijah makes this request. He knows that there is very little in the land because of the drought. But he also knows that God has directed him to go to this woman, and God has said that this woman will provide for him. So he asks, he makes the request, but then the woman speaks to Elijah and tells him how bad the situation is. So verse 12, as surely as the Lord your God lives, she replied, I don't have any bread, only a handful of flour in a jar and a little olive oil in a jug. I'm gathering a few sticks to take home and make a meal for myself and my son that we may eat it and die. This is how bad things are. There is so little in the land that this is the very last bit that she has. So Elijah then tells her what God's plan is. And as we're going to see here in the next verse, verse 13, he says, don't be afraid. And yet there is every reason to be afraid. Verse 13, Elijah said to her, don't be afraid. Go home and do as you have said. 
But first, make a small loaf of bread for me from what you have and bring it to me and then make something for yourself and your son. So it's interesting here, Elijah is telling her that to first of all make something for him and then for her and her son. Not to just make something and then take a little bit of it and bring it to Elijah. No, he is to be given first, then she's to go back and, and make more. And she obviously doesn't have enough to be able to do this. For this is what the Lord, the God of Israel, says. The jar of flour will not be used up and the jug of oil will not run dry until the day the Lord sends rain on the land. She went away and did as Elijah had told her. So there was food every day for Elijah and for the woman and her family. Now, that almost is too easy to read and to skip over without thinking about it. She went away and did as Elijah told her to do. And because she did that, God kept his side of the promise. And there was food every single day for Elijah, the woman and her family. It's a miracle that God has provided in this way. Verse 16, for the jar of flour was not used up and the jug of oil did not run dry in keeping with the word of the Lord spoken by Elijah. So that's where we're asked to read to today in the passage. But I want to read on a little bit because there then is a, a turn of events where the woman's son becomes ill. But because she's been faithful to God and because she gave everything that she had to Elijah and then God's provided her with more, Elijah is still with her. If she had turned Elijah down, Elijah would have moved on. He wouldn't be there now whenever the son takes ill. So we can see God's hand at work and the blessing that God has that sometimes we're asked to serve God in a particular way. And we don't realise the consequences of doing that, but it can almost set a whole chain of events um, to, to start moving in a particular way. And because we've done one seemingly insignificant thing, God then blesses us in another way. Because we've done something, then the blessing comes and there's no real link between the two. We could never have looked forward and, and seen that this was how God was going to work but this is what he does. So sometime later, the son of the woman who owned the house became ill. He grew worse and worse and finally stopped breathing. She said to Elijah, what do you have against me, man of God? Did you come to remind me of my sin and kill my son? Give me your son, Elijah replied. He took him from her arms and carried him to the upper room where he was staying and laid him on the bed. Then he cried out to the Lord, Lord my God, have you brought tragedy even on this widow I am staying with by causing her son to die? Then he stretched himself out in the boy three times and cried out to the Lord, Lord my God, let this boy's life return to him. The Lord heard Elijah's cry and the boy's life returned to him and he lived. Elijah picked up the child and carried him down from the room and into the house. He gave him to his mother and said, look, your son is alive. Then the woman said to Elijah, now I know that you are a man of God and that the word of the Lord from your mouth is the truth. Amen.
I'm not sure how she didn't already know that Elijah was a man of God. I'm not sure how she didn't already trust Elijah because after all there was flour and there was oil coming every day for them to eat. But I suppose it's maybe like many of us, whenever God blesses us, we get used to the blessing. We take it for granted and it's only whenever something else happens that we turn to God. And we've seen that a lot over this pandemic, that at the beginning, many people were turning to God and seeking him. And then vaccines come along and we get used to that and people survive the pandemic and we get used to that. And then people forget about God once again. So let's uh, read here or let's uh, pray the prayer together at the end of the chapter almighty god show us where we are clinging too hard to the things of this world teach us not to be afraid to trust that you will keep your promises give us more faith in your loving care for us and for our loved ones bless us with your abundant provision for all our needs amen <laughs>